Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Take a look at the 5 and 10. It's glistening once again. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit Radio, presented by 10,000 Takes and The Fan. Uh, If you're new here, we're 10,000 Takes. We're a digital entertainment network here in the Twin Cities based around sports, outdoors, events, around our our beloved uh, Minnesota, Minnesota native sports and outdoors and events. My name is Bossman. I'm hosted with journalist Jake as well. And you're listening to this on Christmas Day. So I'm just going to first make a public service announcement. I know you're on your way to your in-laws house that you don't like very often or that you don't see very often you don't like. And uh, we believe in you. You'll get there. You'll get to the end of it. Yeah. You should sing some songs like to the... The grandmother's house we go. We or go singing, to the woods. Oh, ha, 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 Seems to me. You're, you're low. Kid. You're low, honey. You're $1, low. $1,000 a week for singing lessons? Yeah. And this is what I get? Yeah. Oh, you look so ugly when you yeah, sing. Yeah, you look so ugly. Now I can honey. sing. It just crashes. Honey, By the way, if you, if you don't know what we're referring to, it's Step, Step Brothers. Brothers. The, the whole... Uh, like she's like outside talking to Dale or yeah. whatever, and and he's and the uh, Derek is like, "Honey, Dane Cook, pay per view, thirty minutes, let's go yeah. <laughs> to get back in the car." Yeah, I just smoked a J in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, punch Derek. me in the face. Yeah, punch me in the effing face. Yeah, he just punch punches me. him. So, but by the way, Step Brothers, is it a Christmas movie? I was just going to ask you yeah. that. And, and it's actually a segment we have coming up is drafting the best Christmas movies. So in the second segment. Okay, but, so I saw. You guys know Alexis Pearson with Bar Down Beauties. I saw her uh, starting another big fight on Twitter about this that she yeah. likes to start annually about uh, whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. Now, mm-hmm. I believe it or not, I've never seen Die Hard. Why? What do you know? What makes that a considerable Christmas movie? So I've so weirdly enough too. Like I haven't seen it in full, like all together. I've seen, I swear, like different parts of it. Like I've seen the end at multiple times in my life. I've seen the be- the middle and the beginning. But why I think they consider it a Christmas movie is it is takes place around Christmas. It takes place in December, I, I believe. There are Christmas trees spotted in there. It's during that time, and it's a hero that saves the day, essentially, and it's Christmas and everybody comes together. But why there's so much debate about it is there's really no Christmas themes of, like, Santa or presents or gifts or or it's just an action movie, you know, like Terminator or something like that, yeah. you know? It just, just takes place in December. It just takes place in December, but people, I think it kind of wrapped around the tradition that it is a Christmas movie because it's a feel good movie uh, and it's during December. I personally don't I, I personally don't care. Yeah, no, like, I don't I, know why people are getting you up can, in arms about you it. You can you can choose whatever movie you want to be a Christmas movie. If it takes place in December, maybe it is a Christmas movie. Is it like in the same category of like an elf or home alone or or some of these other movies? I don't know. But it is a it is a fascinating debate and I can see why people do, you know, get I feel into like it. there has to be a Christmas related plot. 
that that's 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 it for the big me. thing. Like Step Brothers, I wouldn't consider that a Christmas music or movie because there's there's one part of it that takes place during, during Christmas. Christmas, probably like a whole ten minutes of yes. it, right? Maybe less even. But it, the whole the whole focus of the movie isn't Christmas, not so. like Christmas Vacation, where yeah. everyone is in town for Christmas mm-hmm. and Clark Griswold is getting ready for Christmas, yes. which turns out to be a disaster. The whole movie is based around the, Christmas and the holidays yeah. and hating your in laws. So. I feel like it has to be a plot around Christmas or like the Santa Claus where he per- he turns into Santa and it's based around Christmas. Yep. Elf is based around Christmas. Yes. You know, it's, I don't know. Yeah, no, it, it has to be based around the holidays, based around the family values and whatnot. And a lot of these movies have something Christmas even in the title, like Die Hard. I, yeah, I would say I would say if you think that some of these movies should be considered Christmas movies, you're just looking for an excuse to watch it every year, and that's fine. You find the tradition. There's some movies I watch at least once a year. If 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 if, if seeing snow on the ground and it being during December or whatever, and you watch it with family every year, like Die Hard, and you consider it a Christmas movie in your household or your mind, that's totally fine. Yeah. I guess I guess with those arguments too of it being there's no Christmas themes about it, I would lean if I had to lean one way, it'd probably be it's not technically a Christmas movie, right? But I mean, if it's a tradi- tradition for families and whatnot, I don't really care. Like, it's not like I'm not gonna. It's not like I don't even. I was going to say, like, it's not like Marvel or DC, but I don't even really care about that either. No, I don't either. Uh, whether I don't know you what's like going DC on or Marvel, I don't care. I like all movies. Yeah. So, uh, but no, it, it, I can see why people do get up in arms about it. Um, but it is interesting to talk right. about whether a movie is a Christmas movie or not. Right. You're listening to It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes. We're talking about whether Die Hard's a Christmas movie or not, but let's move on. Before we get to a bit of the week, we just got to tell you guys about something cool we have coming up. So, this coming Saturday, a week from today, yes. is the Winter Classic, first time it's ever been in Minnesota, mm-hmm. at Target Field against the St. Louis Blues. Big, big game. Um, we're going to be hosting our own pregame party in joint with the Minnesotan company up in uh, White Bear Lake, the clothing store on 4th Street. We also are going to be partnering with Grey Duck Vodka, and it's going to be at the Basement Bar in North Loop, Minneapolis. Yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, that's in like the basement of Nolo's Kitchen, mm-hmm. um, which is like the bar you enter in technically, but it's literally in like the basement of that. And so, I mean, I mean, we're, we live in 2021. You have technology. Look it up. But, you know, you can look it up on maps. But, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. There's going to be a DJ generation now, I think, is providing the DJ, which I think they partner with all of like our sports teams. So there's going to be some really cool music and vibes going. We're going to be doing, I think it's from one to five. We're going to do like a pregame show ordeal live one to two. from one to two. And then yep. after that, it's drinking and partying till five. And you can definitely stay after to probably watch the game. They're probably going to run the bar as usual, but, um, but one to five, there's going to be a big party there. Yeah. Once again, that's the winter classic pregame party uh, under Nolo's kitchen in the basement bar, North loop. 10,000 Takes is partnering with the Minnesotan up in White Bear Lake as well as Great Oak Vodka on a little pregame party. We're going to be on uh, doing a pregame show from 1 to 2 and then a DJ from 2 to 5. So that's, yeah, that's next Saturday, a week from now. All right, let's move into our show. We got Bit of the Week, and then we're going to draft our favorite Christmas movies and end the show by interviewing our Kirk Cousins, the mock Kirk Cousins that we do with uh, journalist Jake here. But, yeah, let's do Bit of the Week. So this is kind of our signature funny uh, or relatable moment or story. So journalist Jake, what do you got for your bit this week? So everybody always, you always hear the term adulting. Oh, I'm adulting. I'm adulting. You know, I'm just doing the adulting sucks. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, people talk about, I mean, there's some perks to it, but it, it does suck when it's in comparison to being a kid and, you know, doing kid stuff. And now, especially around Christmas, there's the Christmas adulting bit, which is what I came up with. So it's like, now the excite the excitement of Christmas is like, you know, it's still kind of there, but 
it's you know it's not the same as when you're a kid when you wake yeah. up and you know you can you want to get that new toy you know and everything like that or that Xbox now you have the stress of buying gifts for like entire family for everyone for maybe even some of your friends and whatnot so you're spending that money trying to figure out what they want or what you think they would want because you don't want to blatantly sometimes ask what do you want because that's weird right um, I mean that sometimes works you got to know a certain item you almost have to know or have some sort of into omnipresent intuition or something weird um, when you do this and you can no longer get toys and it be so acceptable <laughs> you can't just be trying to get i can't get my tonka truck anymore that no. look weird now you know i mean 25 I, years old you're like hey can i have a tonka truck yeah can i have a tonka truck and i would totally still get a tonka truck i love tonka but it's just weird now or hot wheels and and but or hot wheels yes. dude okay really quick side story i feel like if back in 2020 when everyone was quarantined if we were in this house we would have built some like extreme hot wheel thing yeah everyone everyone was doing those crazy uh what are those? What are those names for the the things where like you start a ball at the top level and it does all these things, and then at, at after like a two minutes of stuff, it like puts a piece of toast in the toaster. Yeah, I mean it's it's it Von, tricks, or like trap Vaughn something. There's a word for those. Yeah, I'm not sure. But Anyways, it was just crazy. We would we would we would have done something weird like that here. Yeah, like if we were trapped in here and we had all this space. Oh, 120 percent. Right. And Hot Wheels were great, but you know, again, Christmas is a little dull. It's still fun for a lot of reasons. You know, you still get to spend time with family. Now you get to drink. We get football this year. And we get football this Tonight, year. Tonight, my Indianapolis yeah. Colts yeah. take on the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, that we got two Saturdays in a row for your Colts, too. Yes. So that's two good it's Saturdays very bizarre. at the end it's of December. It's kind of throwing me off, yeah. but I'm not, a, I'm not against it. Not opposed Saturday games no, at all. No. But the whole Christmas adulting bit, to go back to it, is is just now that you're not only adulting, but you're doing it in Christmas time. It used to be super fun, you know, stress-free, worry-free, usually as a... As a as a kid, you know it's still fun. It has its perks as an adult, but you don't have that kind of that excitement as you did when you were a kid because you got to buy all these gifts, you got to stress and even plan parties, and it just comes and goes really quickly. Mm-hmm. And and you look forward to it now almost as time off from work at this point. Yep. Rather than that's the biggest gift of all. And it's on a Saturday adult. this year, yeah. which is total BS. Yes. I want to I want to talk to Santa, Jesus, you, God, or whoever controls yeah. the calendar. Who's, who's controlling time for yeah. Pete's sakes? Stop like, having Christmas on the weekends because we need that time off of work. Because if you put Put it on Wednesday or Thursday or like Wednesday, you know, like it's you're it's more socially acceptable with your you job see, that yeah. you can take off Thursday you and Friday. You see that like the first yeah. time in 2022 when you look at the full calendar for whatever reason, if you're that bored and you see that you, the 25th falls on like a Tuesday, you're like, yes. Yep. Like you literally just Tuesday through Friday or or just Monday through Wednesday at least and have a mm-hmm. short week. But now when it's on Saturday, it's kind of weird. And it's like, should I take off some days or what? It's yeah. it's a little odd. But that's what we look forward to as as an adult and the adulting bit when it comes to Christmas. Right. You're listening to It's a Bit Radio. We're talking about our bits of the week. Uh, I got the fantasy football bit. So you work hard all season to set lineups. You, you check those lineups four or five times. You go on the waiver wires. You make trades. You manage this team. You put your heart and soul into it every week. And then you get to the first round of the playoffs. Maybe you got that first round by and you're lucky. Or like me, you were on the bubble and you snuck in. And then you just get murdered in the first round, and it's all over. Because because we've literally seen t- two very odd games, spe- specifically that you put your marbles into on players. Like it was it was uh, last Sunday. Was it the Saints and Saints and Bucks, Bucks which and was nine nothing, and then Vikings Bears, which was seventeen nine. So that's and, so that's uh, twenty eight plus nine. That's thirty seven points between four teams. Yeah, Kirk that's, Cousins had one of his lowest performing days. 
That's less than an average of nine points a team. We're talking four, well, three really decent offenses. And yeah. even the Bears have been known yeah. to put up big numbers yes. if Fields does well or the, well, their running backs do well. But no, apparently uh, we're just going to screw over Jack and ruin his Christmas. I was going to say, like, as is, is, is frustrating from a fan standpoint, as frustrating as the Vikings have been, they, if you have had Kirk or like Adam Thielen, he was out this week, so rip. But like Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, they've been like fantasy football gold. Even Osborne. Like, like I thought yeah. with Thielen being out on Monday night, Osborne would have gone off. He had like, like they targeted him like three times. Yeah. Like, it, come on. It man. was, it was just, it was grotesque. And it's just, and like for me with fantasy football, I got a, I fortunately got a buy this last week. So I had to set my lineup this week. Um, I got like the second overall seed. This is actually in our internal 10 K league. Oh yeah. Um, the league, I think I had less confidence in, um, and the league that I had more confidence in, I, I got to the consolation bracket. I, I, I literally barely missed the playoffs by literally a game, got the fifth, first seed in the consolation bracket. Didn't care last week and totally forgot to set my lineup. Cause it felt like I don't care about, you know, Consolation is just trying not to get last. Yeah, and and unfortunately, by forgetting about it and tuning it out, I I you know forgot to set my lineup for that first game of the consolation, and so I lost that first game. Even though I should easily won if I would have just set my lineup because I would have put in Jonathan Taylor and I had him on the bench from the week mm-hmm. before because he's on a bye. But I didn't care because I didn't make the playoffs. Right. No, so I forgot about that. If I had him on the bench, I would have won that consolation game. But now this weekend, I'm in the last place game, but I'm going to blow it out of the water because I'm yeah. going to set the lineup because I'm like I'm not going to finish last. No. But, Seventh, fifth, or oh yeah, I win the consolation bracket. I I don't care. I want no. him to be in the playoffs. There's no payout for that. No, the whole it, point of fantasy football is to win money. Is right? to win money because you yeah. do pay in and and, and, and break. Here's rights. what bugs me is like my, my my real life teams do this same concept, right? Mm-hmm. You watch them all year. They do well. You invest everything into it, and they get booted in the first round. Why does fantasy have to do it to me too? Why is this just like a constant hell I'm stuck in? Whenever I attach myself to any athletic team at all, they just decided to get eliminated early in the playoffs after performing well all year. It's just like it's like I can't escape this concept of 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 doing well and then sucking when it matters most at at the earliest spot in the postseason. I'm just it's just it's it's just tearing my heartstrings. It's to the point now where I just kind of laugh and I just shrug it off because you know. Yeah, no, it's it's been frustrating. The team that I in the our internal 10K league here. I I I don't think I have had no I have don't have any Vikings players on the team. Smart. And I I think that's I I always try to pick Vikings players. I'm like, "Oh, cuz I'm super, you know, biased and I want to root for them to do well on top of my fantasy team doing well." But I'm glad on that team I don't because then you have the double whammy where if they don't play well and then they lose Yeah, like this which is season. why you should never stack a fantasy team with yeah. players from the same team. Yeah, in general, you, yeah, from the same team. You want you want to spread it out, right? Yeah. It's almost like a portfolio. You want to have all sorts of stuff going on. So if one does really bad, it doesn't yeah. tank the whole thing. Exactly, cuz like usually like I I think I had stacked Stafford, Robert Woods, and then um, I think I had another wide receiver from L.A. or from Dude, I think, Rams. I forgot. But. Going back to that, I know I talked about it on the It's a Bit podcast, which you can listen to anywhere. Um, I talked about how grotesque that that uh, Bucks uh, that yeah. game against the Saints. Yeah, the Sunday night game yes, against the Saints. How nothing. terrible that was. Seriously, like that's the worst football game I've ever watched. I tweeted a picture of Dwight Schrute, uh just saying like. Tom Brady haters right yeah. now. They're like, get in the car. Yeah, yeah. Like, because Tom Brady probably had one of his worst games of his career. Dear broke God. a tablet. You that was tablet brutal. smashing Tom. Yeah, tablet smashing Tom. Like, he just totally oh. threw that thing. Like, the guy is oh, so used to winning, at least being, you know, even in games they lose, still dominating and having a good performance. 
that he didn't well, do that. Like Tom's it, it, usually level headed, but when you lose the Taysom Hill, it makes it that much. Yeah, better. you lose the Taysom Hill nine nothing. Yeah, that's that that's tough. I wouldn't be sleeping for five even the days. kicker missed like a field like a forty yard field goal. Like it, yeah, they got shut out. Yeah, it looked it looked terrible. And no. for fantasy football people, like I know a lot of people have to obviously have Tom Brady, and you, you know it's. It, and and then I think Leonard Fournette got injured in that yep, game, yep. and then uh, Chris Godwin tore his ACL. Really, just a tough run for everybody. Oh man! But all right, folks, that was bit of the week. Stick around. We got drafting the best Christmas movies. This is the Christmas edition of It's a Bit Radio, presented by Ten Thousand Takes on the Fan. All right, folks, welcome back to It's a Bit Radio, presented by 10,000 Takes and the Fan. We just went through our bit of the week, and now for this Christmas edition, we're going to do a draft of the best Christmas movies, kind of in a format of like the NFL draft. We're going to draft our favorite Christmas movies. The 2021 uh, Christmas movie draft. The 2021 Christmas movie draft. Fourth down good. and nine. Fourth down and nine. You know he was that actually, story. He's, he's Clay Matvick has actually been uh, announcing some bulls. Yeah, good so for him. The whole bit, the Minnesota fourth down nine bit. Yeah, Minnesota bit. He handled that well. If you don't know what we're talking about, we talk about this a lot. Just look up fourth down and yep. nine on on YouTube, and you'll know what we're talking about. Search, yeah, or Clay Matvick. Clay Matvick, uh, fourth down and nine. Or Brian Hinchin. Brian Hinchin. That's the guy. He's, at, he's probably been canceled, so you probably won't find out anything yes. on him too recently, but he did something in 04 that was funny. We'll yeah, say that. Yeah, he, he said something that was, that was funny. It, obviously, we got canned for a reason, but yeah. Yep. It was funny stuff. All right, let's let's kick it off, Jake. Do the sound bit. So should we should we do like uh, who's going to get the first pick? I mean, uh, I, I, I've been getting it a lot, so why don't you take it? Okay. I don't know if you've ever actually taken the first pick, and I don't know. Draft, I don't. I don't think I have actually before. You're All right. too busy being the sound effects. Yeah, guy. right. And just um, the, the yeah imager or whatever imager, they call yes, it. Yes. That, that's I a, was going to bring up that word as well. I, I think that's what they. That's a crazy shout out to Josh Donaldson for teaching us the radio industry one day yeah, at a time. Like that's. I'm glad we learned that term. Yeah. All right. Dun, 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 dun. With the first overall pick in the 2021 Christmas movies draft, JJ myself selects, uh, you know, number one overall. Got to go with it. Christmas vacation. Yep, that I was gotta mine. take it. Yeah, it's 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 that so the, easy. That was the Trevor Lawrence of this draft. It's, it's it's literally number one overall, except except uh, we don't have any risk of Christmas vacation being coached by Urban Meyer. Yeah, or being and, or being kicked or, 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 or to make his effing field goals. Yeah, or being kicked or or potentially being a bust. Not saying uh, Trevor Lawrence is a bust, but uh, Christmas vacation will be. I don't you know, know if there were any sexual. Uh, things in that movie, but that would have fit with Urban Meyer directing it as well. Yeah, well, there definitely is. Fingering of the pants. Yeah, no, there, there, there's a couple. Dude, some of the classic scenes are near the beginning of the movie when Clark is there with his son, and she oh, starts showing... The, the, the juries? The, the jury, yes. that lady starts showing him. Like the like the uh, underwear line, like four times on yeah, accident yeah, in different yeah, ways. What, what does he say? Like the the stores wouldn't be hooter that hotter than they are. <laughs> oh oh yes. man! Like oh my it, god, that's actually on HBO. That movie. Is. Did I say so, nip, nipply nipple nipple? Did I say nipple? Oh. I know no one knows what movies are on which streaming platforms because that's a 2021 problem. Yeah. So if you want to see Christmas Vacation, it's, it's it is confirmed on HBO. Mm-hmm. You could probably rent it on YouTube for like yeah. a dollar. Yeah, and I know well. I know around this time too, like today. Christmas Day, they're definitely playing it yeah. on like AMC, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like that channel, it's all over the place, but it, it's streaming. Like yep. I'm sure you can just find it, honest anywhere. That was easily my number one pick too. So, but it's 
that movie is just a classic. Like it's the, so, rel- I feel like it's a, like, relatable. It's, so re- it's the most one of the most relatable ones because some right. of them are, are kind of crazy concepts that are still great, you know, like family values and homely and stuff. But this one's like so like authentic. Like we've all dealt with. Like we all love our families, but just dealing with you know the characters, the characters, and all the families being in one spot, all the all the people in one spot. And I just I just can't get over cousin Eddie. Oh my, is God. the best character. Yep. I mean, some of his lines in there, just like you serious, Clark. Or yeah. that there's some like underrated ones that don't that get missed. Like he, the, the sledding scene before he sleds, he's yeah. like, "Hey, you want to take a crack at it, Eddie?" And he's like, "Oh no, got that metal plate in my head now." And like, well, what? It's like, yeah, if, if uh, I forgot what his wife's name was, like Karen or something. He's like, "Yeah, if Karen starts, uh, it starts up the microwave, and I'm too close. I I piss myself and forget who I am for thirty <laughs> minutes." And and then he shows up. Remember, oh. Eddie shows up in the scene out of nowhere. Yeah, and he's like, Eddie, Eddie. He's like. He's like, yeah, well, Clark, we thought we wanted to make it a surprise. Surprise? Surprise, Eddie? I wouldn't be more surprised if I woke up to my woke up tomorrow and my head's sewn to the carpet than I am right now. Just stuff like that is just, just classic. Just how he screws over the neighbors on accident yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like uh, is that, that Christmas tree big enough? Oh, bend over and I'll show you. <laughs> oh, like, dude, that. Out. And there's that classic scene. Well, why is the corporate? Why is the... Why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, yeah. Margo. <laughs> just like stuff, those little side stories. And then, the, of course, like the cousin Eddie out there, you know, dumping but, his waste uh, yep, in the that's, sewer. That's the mainstream. Just, just that's the and that's then And then, the, best one. And then the, the rant. Where's the Tylenol? Oh, yeah. Where's the Tylenol? Jelly of the Month Club? Yeah. And then Clark, Eddie's, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. Oh, my God. Just, it's just classic. Yeah. I just can't. Easy, I, I easy number one. Binge, we, were all, we were all thinking it. It's literally like the, like you can binge watch it over and over again. Like it right. just never gets old. You're listening to Bit Radio. We're drafting the best Christmas movies like they are, uh, like they're an NFL drafter. Any other type of draft. Let's go. Dean, 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 with the second overall pick in the 2021 Christmas movies draft, Bossman selects. So this is a personal one. I know this isn't a popular one because I don't know how many people watch the actual show, but the Trailer Park Boys Christmas yes. special is one that I make Second sure I watch yeah. every year. Trailer Park Boys is a Canadian TV show that's actually uh, bought. I got bought out by Netflix. Mm-hmm. If you've never seen it, it's about a bunch of idiots who just do drugs and drink in a trailer park. And always try to find ways to make more money. If you've illegally. heard about, if you've heard like the name Mister Leahy or like I am the liquor, that's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. But there's a Christmas episode that not a lot of people know about. Like yeah. I'm friends with some very hardcore Trailer Park Boys mm-hmm. fans. I watch it like every night before I go to bed, and uh, people don't know that there's a Christmas edition that takes place before the whole show does, and it sets up a lot of like the weird bits that the show just starts off with. Mm-hmm. And it's something I try to watch every year on Christmas. It's hilarious. Like Julian uh, starts a uh, a Christmas tree contest where you have to buy the tree from him, and they they stole him from a tree farm, and then he has a lights competition. Where if you buy the lights from him, then you can get entered to win a big screen TV, which he also stole. Yeah. So they steal uh, presents out of cars at the mall. Mm-hmm. They go to church. Leahy's wife divorces him. Like, there's just so much to unpack, and it's just, it'll make you laugh for 45 minutes straight. Yeah, I will say you don't have to. Don't feel like you have to have seen the show if you want to go watch it. Believe it or not, the first thing I ever saw of Trailer Park Boys was that Christmas special. Really? Yeah, that was the first thing I ever saw. Which plot plot wise. That's the yeah. first that ever sh- happened. It's uh, chronologically correct or whatever, because yeah. it's before the show. But I'd heard of the show obviously beforehand, seen some pictures of the characters and clips. But it's 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 hilarious, and yep. just Mister Lay, the drunk trailer park supervisor in there, who thinks he's a cop still. You know, he's 
you know, he's restricted to drinking from his wife, Barb, at the time. Yeah, she lets him just drink one day a year on Christmas Day. He lost the privilege, but he got mad, so he did it anyway. And remember, he comes out of of his room wearing a a, a Target bag or, like, some of you just get a plastic yep. bag at, like, a grocery store. And he's wearing a red hockey sock. Yep. And wearing, and then, like, this weird robe. And then he has, like, robe. a red bathrobe and, like, a wife beater. And he's in yeah. his underwear, and he shows up to church just drunk. Yeah, and he's just hammered, just looking uh. like Santa. We I, I've joked that we need to, like, dress up like that. I yeah. think that is gold. But yeah. that, so many great... Like one liners in that, just yep. perfect. It's definitely a movie yep. that you need to watch on. It's on a short, Christmas. it's like 45 minutes, yeah. but yeah, Trailer Park Boys Christmas special is my number one pick. Definitely. All right. Round two. With the third overall pick in the 2021 Christmas movies draft, I myself, JJ, select Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Home Alone. I got to go with Home Alone just because, I mean, it was, it was, it was tough between a couple movies, but. That just goes back to my childhood. Like I, I obsessively, compulsively watched that movie before. Like I, I got into even Christmas Vacation just because I probably related to Kevin McAllister, you know, Macaulay Culkin in that. You know, yep. being a kid, I think you you relate to him because you you almost want to have those moments alone and just roam the house. You and beg not for rules. it as a kid, but yeah. then you realize. But then you relate to it that you do miss your family and yeah. stuff like that. But it's a great movie. It's have just you seen? So funny. Have you seen the Photoshop with Michael Jackson's oh, yeah. face in the window? Yep. Genius. That's like one of the that was like one of the early internet memes too, oh like two thousand four. Look it up. Home Alone. Yeah. Michael Jackson. He's just because the the title of the movie, if you can try to like visualize it, is is he's like you know Kevin's like screaming on the front cover, and you see like the the window in the background with like Marv and uh, you know the other the robbers or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and then there's just in like the other window, there's a Photoshop of Michael Jackson peering in, like, like his, creepy white Michael, like Jackson. the creepy white Michael Jackson, like yes, the bleach not white Michael 80s Jackson. Michael Jackson. No, that was actually cool and smooth. No, it was like the creepy Michael Jackson. It, it was just I remember that meme's been around for a long time. Yeah. But if you haven't seen it, like it's it's hilarious. Yeah. But that movie is is great, classic, classic comedy, and I still can watch it and and have a good time. Yeah. All right. Yep. Doon, 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 doon. With the fourth overall pick in the 2021 Christmas Movies Draft, Boss Man selects. So it's not one that I watch every year, but in terms of how well done it is and how iconic it is, mm-hmm. I say it. Uh, the Grinch with Jim oh, Carrey. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. I think just Jim Carrey's performance in that movie and his antics were just incredible. Like I used to watch that sh- that movie as a kid, and I was just terrified of it. I don't know why the Grinch just scared me. Like obviously yeah. the cartoon version is nothing, but when you're a little kid and you see Jim Carrey Grinch, he's just creepy mm-hmm. as hell. And Jim Carrey's, you know, as his acting is his acting like uh, you know, strategies like all over the place. Yeah. And so yeah, he did great in that. But it is a little creepy when you look back on it. But and, no, he did great in and that. And there role. are memes that I see on the internet year round of just clips from that movie that you can use. Like mm-hmm. especially the one where he's like getting ready, he goes. That's it. I'm not going. Yeah, yeah. Like that. No, people are like they make plans and like I'm not going. Yeah. You know, and we know people like that. But uh, no, it's it's still relatable. And I remember seeing that movie in theaters, and I I loved it. And I know like the Cindy Lou chick just became, uh, she became like a, a heart heavy rock singer. Oh really? And the, there's a band Cindy called Lou? Cindy Lou. That, that actress? actress. She became the uh, I believe the band the Pretty Reckless. Okay. I believe it's called. They're actually not bad. Um. They've made mainstream music, and I found out a few years back after even hearing their stuff on the radio that the singer is like Cindy Lou. Yeah, from uh, nice. I'm pretty sure uh, it was the actress from that. And then she there's the douche with the uh, the curly hair. Yeah, yeah. The mayor, the mayor guy just gets his head shaved. Yeah, 
by by the Grinch, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just because well, they shaved his head as a kid. Right, right. They shaved the Grinch's head, so he got full revenge. But yes. Jim Carrey in that was was great. Yeah. You know, just the all his antics. I mean, that's the person that you'd want in that role because right. you feel like the Grinch had the, the movements, vibe. the yeah. sounds. Yeah, just everything he did. He's like a Doctor Seuss character in itself. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, all right. You're listening to, to It's a Bit Radio. We're doing a draft of our favorite Christmas movies. Dun, 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 dun. With the, oh, fifth now, right? Yes. I think it's fifth. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Okay. With the fifth overall pick in the 2021 Christmas movies draft, JJ myself selects, and this is tough, but I got to go with uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yep. And I know, like, it's a Christmas movie. I think it takes place during, like, Thanksgiving, but it's the same vibe of the same values. He's trying to get back. Steve Martin's character is trying to get back. I actually, to I haven't seen that one. Really? Oh my gosh! It's a classic. Is that John Candy. John Candy yeah. and, St- and and Steve Martin. It's 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 great. I've seen like the Family Guy memes where they make fun of the one scene where he's like, "Yeah, I could be a cold hearted cynic like you." Yep. That that's, that that whole like rant. My friends like me. Yeah, I like I I, I like me. me. You know, I can't be a cold hearted cynic like you. And then he gets back in, in the movie. He gets back in the bed. And and Steve Martin's kind of like putting his coat away, and he looks back at the bed, and like over his shoulder, John Candy's looking, but he quickly looks, goes back to like looking at his pillow, and it's is just it like a serious movie or is it a funny movie? It's a funny movie. Oh, okay. Um, it, it's 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 kind of sad, but it's happy. It has an happy ending, um, which is all that but, matters. But it's it, it's hilarious. Like the like the one liners in there are great. Like there's a point where they're trying to pay for breakfast, and Steve Martin looks at his wallet, and he's and he's of course blames. John Candy. I mean, he's a stranger. He just meets him. And he's trying to get back to Chicago, back home. And and uh, John Candy's character is like, you know, I'm a lot of things, but I'm not a thief. Here, count my wallet. There's $243 to the cent. If there's a dollar more, you can call me a thief. Yeah. He opens up his wallet. His wallet's gone. And there's a scene prior where they showed someone going in there taking their money in the yeah. in this crappy motel. Oh, God. And, and then all of a sudden, he's like, you're, and Steve Martin's like, yeah, your wallet's empty. And he's like, what? We've been robbed, and Steve Martin's like, "Oh, do you think so?" Yeah, yeah. It's just, but the the uh, I like me scene is 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 like notorious. Like right. that's a legendary scene. But that's another great Christmas movie. Yeah, happy and funny. All right, doon 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 doon. With the six overall pick in the 2021 Christmas movies draft, Bossman selects. This is kind of another similar answer where it's a TV show, but then this is a, a little extended special. Is the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia Christmas special? Yep, which is hilarious. You you find out that like you know they all love Christmas in the beginning. You find out that Mac, uh, his parents were they're thieves. They actually would go from house to house and open up other people's Christmases, Christmas yep. presents. Yep, and. He had this idea that his parents would leave Christmas for a family, like another family, and then they actually would just go house to house, like breaking in before dawn and like opening people's Christmas gifts. And actually, in one of the one of the videos, the family like hears them and they like run away. And Max like, oh, we Charlie's like, what were you running from? Oh, the next family was going to come in and open the gifts. He goes. It looked like that you guys just broke into that house and stole from that family. <laughs> and, then, no. and then you find out that, that Charlie's mom is a prostitute, mm-hmm. and he thought that Christmas was all these different Santas coming in and giving a present and then going and cheering up her mo- his mom because his dad was never there on, thank- on Christmas. Yep. And you just find out that all these Santas have just been going up and banging yes. Charlie's mom. So <laughs> The end scene when he goes to the mall. Yeah, Santa. and then, and then, uh, and then all, the, all, the, all the while 
D and Dennis grew up, and their dad would just wrap empty boxes, yeah. and they would think that they're getting gifts, but then he would buy the gifts and keep them for himself because mm-hmm. his kids were like rotten and spoiled. Yeah. So it really like everyone just totally looks at Christmas a different way because they're all just horrible people on the East Coast. That just that end scene though, when he goes to in Santa's lap at the mall. Obviously, not a Santa that probably didn't even remotely Did bang his mom. Did you bang my mom, Santa? What? He actually says they, that's Did the only episode they say the F, the F word in. But they're like, "Did you F my mom, Santa? Yeah. Did you F my mom? Yeah. Did you F my mom?" <laughs> so he like bites them. Oh my god! But yeah, that's a classic. Unfortunately, we're out of time, Jake, for this bit. But folks, that was the 2021 Christmas movies draft. I'd love to come back a year from now and compare. You know what our yeah. picks will be next year. Yeah, maybe our perspectives will change. I like to li- we could list honorable mentions at a later time, but I do have like seven or eight more listed. But there's a lot more. We'll obviously, save them for folks. next year. Save them for next year. Right. You'll yeah. have to listen back next year. All right, folks. We've done bit of the week, and that was our Christmas movies draft. We're gonna cut to a quick commercial. We'll be right back with our final segment: our Kirk Cousins interview before his big game tomorrow at home against the Los Angeles Rams. But you're listening to It's a Bit Radio, presented by Ten Thousand Takes on the Fan. All right, folks, welcome back to our final segment of the Christmas edition of It's a Bit Radio, presented by 10,000 Takes and the Fan. We're joined by a very special guest. It's not the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins. It's actually our Kirk Cousins, which may or may not be the same Kirk Cousins. You kind of have to figure out. But we got him in studio here. I think Jake went to the bathroom. I don't know if he had something bad to eat, but he's been in there for a while. So we'll just cut to uh, we'll just cut to our interview with uh, our Kirk Cousins. And uh, oh, here he is right here. Kirk, how's it going? It's good to see you again. You know, it, it's uh, it's going well uh, after coming off of a great game uh, Monday night. Uh, obviously not good for me, uh, but you saw what my O-line did. Uh, didn't look good, uh, you know, but just trying to play football and, and play quarterback and doing what I can do, a win's a win. And, uh, you know, I, I smashed some pizza ranch after the game, so uh, feeling pretty good, um, hopefully, ha- hopefully having a feast of uh, Pizza Ranch tonight for uh, for Christmas with with some milk as well. I was gonna say I know Santa Claus is really into milk. Uh, would you say that Kirk yourself drinks more milk than Santa Claus himself? Yeah, I, I always say uh, you know I, I could be a better Santa Claus than Santa Claus himself. Uh, just put a beard on me, I can grow out a pretty damn good beard though myself. Uh, but I feel like I get down a lot more cookies. Uh, you know, except let's substitute that for the cactus bread at Pizza Ranch and just have it frosted. Or if and, you're going to buy your milk, buy it from High V. Yeah, buy it from High V. Uh, I, sh- I actually should have plugged that. Uh, I totally forgot. Um, that's a sponsor, High V. Uh, don't ask about the Kirk Cousins Cine Snaps, uh, but get your milk, High V brand. Uh, you know, I had some stellar acting in that commercial, uh, you know, showing off my skills and what I can do as a quarterback. But, uh, you know, just buy milk from Hy-Vee, buy everything from Hy-Vee, and, uh, you know, buy everything Hy-Vee, because uh, that's, that's where you should get your stuff and your food and all your accessories. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, it's Christmas Day. you got a big game tomorrow, we know. Um, would you say people were shocked that the offense wasn't more productive on Monday night? Specifically me, because I needed you to throw some more touchdowns for my fantasy football, which obviously is way more important than the Vikings winning a game. Uh, you know, what, what was kind of the reasoning behind why you guys didn't throw the ball as much? Well, look, first off, I, I really don't, uh, you know, give a damn about fantasy and about your team. Uh, it just doesn't matter to me. I just go out there and try to play football and let God kind of take the wheel and, uh, just see what happens. I, I really, I, I 
really want to doubt the haters. Um, you know, I want to say a couple more words that I'm probably not allowed to say on air because uh, I want to be uh, holy today uh, for sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, I just say those are being haters. I think that we, we put up a good game and, uh, wins a win. I don't care how bad, uh, you know, Justin Fields looked and how bad our O-line was and, and pretty much having me get knocked down almost every single play. And I want to emphasize that almost every single play. Uh, but you know, we came out, I threw two dimes. I threw two dimes personally, one to JJ and then one to the new kid, uh, Mir Smith Marset. He tries to talk to me sometimes. I, I say you got to get up to a certain status before you can start conversating with myself. Before you can talk to the K-Dog. Yeah, co- talk to the K-Dog. Uh, but, uh, you know, me and Coach Jim, we're, we're, we're happy after that. Uh, you know, he still doesn't let me call timeouts. But, uh, you know, we're, we're happy. I think those are just haters that don't understand football. And I, 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 could give, uh, I could give two craps, I should say, about fantasy football and what that means. Uh, just out there trying to play football and uh, just try to throw dimes and, you know, and uh, make sure that I'm, I'm ready to go and make sure, you know, that uh, there's enough hay in the barn uh, for the rest of the right. season. Right. You're listening to It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes. We're interviewing our Kirk Cousins before the big game against the Rams tomorrow. Uh, Kirk, what's to say about Matthew Stafford? I know he's a man of faith. Uh, you know, do you worship Jesus more than he does, or is there a, a religious feud between you two? You know who who I guess is the better quarterback off the field. You know, I I think uh, you know Matt Stafford's a great guy, but I think in that respect, I probably beat him. I've, I probably have won several Super Bowls off the field in terms of uh, you know worshiping God and Jesus Christ, and and over Matthew Stafford, he has nothing on me personally. I think he's a great guy. Um, I've been trying to get him to go to my church, uh, even though he's out in L.A., try, still try to get him there on Sunday mornings uh, before he even goes to his games, uh, just because I want to, if that's a true testament to his faith. Uh, but, you know, I don't think he can, in the end, uh, you know, it's about how much milk you can drink. Uh, it's kind of a figure of speech and also uh, an accuracy uh, in real life, too, because it's it, milk fuels the bones, uh, just like faith does. And I don't think he has enough milk on me, I should say. And, uh, you know, he just does nothing on me as a quarterback. And on the field, you know, it's it's night it's night and day difference. Uh, you know, he's just he's a good guy, and he has some conversations with me sometimes and calls me. Uh, but, you know, I say, Matthew, you have a lot to learn, man. And, uh, you know, I, I, I can beat you any day of the week, and I look forward to uh, proving that uh, come tomorrow uh, in Minneapolis. Well, Kirk, it's obviously Christmas Day. Um, just moving away from football, what'd you get for Christmas this year? So uh, I don't ask for a lot. Um, obviously, just having Pizza Ranch uh, is enough for me. Uh, it just fulfill my my uh, you know my my stomach with I, I which I say is the Lord's food uh, and Pizza Ranch and that you know holy pizza. But I gotta say, you know, Mike Zimmer. Uh, <laughs> He got, he got me a little football locket um, that I can put on my uh, on the mirror of my truck uh, and just it, like those little dice that you can put on the front mirror. He got me a little football locket, and he was also returning the favor to me as well uh, back when it was, uh, I think, Coach Zim's, or excuse me, back on my birthday. Uh, they got back in August, I believe it was, 
they I, I forget my own birthday sometimes, but uh, Coach Zim and the, got me a football shape of cupcakes. Uh, there was in the shape of a football. Uh, today he got me the same thing. Um, just saying happy uh, happy happy birthday. I think he forgot uh, that it was Christmas or birthday or it was my birthday. But uh, so I got some cupcakes that I just stuffed my face full with. And I got that nice little football locket that I can, uh, you know, look, uh, you know, have on my truck. And if Coach Tim gets fired, that thing's going in the trash. Yep. Um, but right now, uh, it's a, it's a little uh, um, memento, I think, to the season, and that he, I think, does care about me and this team. I doubt that sometimes, but uh, you know, that's that's what I I got for Christmas, and I I guess I couldn't ask for more except for a better offensive line uh, to actually uh, stop, shut up the haters. And just know, acknowledge, I am a I am a good quarterback. I'm a good guy, and uh, you know, people, if they want to say something, say something to my face. Wow. That's what I like to say. Yeah, you're listening to It's a Bit Radio. We got our Kirk Cousins in here for our Christmas edition of of the show. Kirk, uh, you talked about Zimmer for a while there. Zimmer in a press conference the other day claimed he didn't even know he was on the hot seat. Do you think that from a player perspective that Coach Mike Zimmer is on the hot seat? Uh, Coach Zim knows he's on the hot seat. I think that's a load of BS. Uh, he definitely knows he's on that seat. I mean, liar, look, liar, pants on fire, literally. Yeah, he's a he's a liar, liar, pants on fire. Don't get me singing here. I don't want to be singing, but uh, he uh, he definitely knows. I mean, we've had conversations. Uh, he's like he, he was asking, why am I on this hot seat? Why am I on the top odds to uh, be fired as a coach after we just beat the uh, disaster of a team in Matt Nagy? Uh, but he knows um, he's just trying to play all political uh, to the staff and, and to the media um, that he's not scared. But he knows definitely that he is he is one of the highest odds in terms of getting fired. I mean, you look at this team this year. I've had fantastic games. I've been talking about that game after game. I have been doing everything in my power for us to win games. And quite frankly, we have a coach sometimes that doesn't know how to call a timeout. And it's it's a little frustrating sometimes, and we get a little bit of in a tirade, and uh, you know we'll, we'll get in a little bit of a feuds that you know I'll take out like in the Detroit game, uh, you know when we bumped each other after we uh, barely beat the Detroit Lions, uh, that was actually just some frustration I had to take out on him uh, from the prior game, but I just disguised it as a uh, I'm just happy we won, uh, but really I just I shoved him out of anger. Uh, but just try to make it look appropriate uh, in the time being that we did beat Detroit on a last-second field goal. But it's uh, Zimmer definitely knows. He knows it uh, very well. Uh, he's just trying to uh, keep it quiet to the media. Uh, but he definitely knows, and, and he knows he's kind of a, almost a chicken with its head cut off at this point. Uh, but, you know, I, res- I still respect him. I still like him. still waiting for an invite to his ranch. Uh, out in Kentucky or wherever it is, and maybe shoot some guns and grill some steaks, uh, you know, on the grill. I'll be fine with that. Uh, but a little worried that there might be a uh, most dangerous game type scenario out there. I don't know if he's hunting people or something uh, because he has a, a ranch, but uh, not really. But, uh, you know, he definitely knows circling back, and uh, he's uh, he, he's just trying to hide it from the public. Yeah, Kirk. Well, last question. We only got a few minutes left. Uh, what would you say is the big strategy ticket item to beating the team formerly known as the Los, the uh, St. Louis Rams, now the Los Angeles Rams? Um, I just think going out there and uh, well, first off, like I've said this before, every game, you know, you know, uh, you know, saying your prayers, uh, you know, drinking milk, 
Um, I think I, I still have it catered in specifically from the state fair. I can't drink any other milk. Um, and just making sure I drive there in my truck, uh, you know, get there safely. Uh, it's, it's a nice, super nice truck. I think it's a very new F2, F-150. Very nice. Um, but going on the field, and I, I don't really have to talk here. Uh, you know, I'm just going to go out there and throw dimes all day. It's just a dependent on if my O-line can get their head out of their butts and, uh, you know, make some common sense blocks, um, you know, talk some smack uh, at some of the players. I might try to get under their skin a little bit. Uh, by saying, "Hey, you guys are uh, you guys are a bunch of Cali guys. Uh, you guys are a bunch of uh, uh, ski or uh, surfing bums. Uh, you, you know, you're just lazy. You know, just say a burn like that to them, and uh, yeah. hopefully get under skin because that's uh, that's something I'm, I feel like I need to work on is those burns. Uh, but just kind of trying to get in their heads a little bit and making blocks and make sure I have my calcium for my milk and." Uh, uh, or my milky, as some people say, my kid says that. Uh, but uh, I'll I'll see what I can do tomorrow. I'm going to have a good game. I know that for sure. It just depends on if the rest of the team shows up and and uh, Zimmer has his head screwed on straight. Yeah, well, Kirk, uh, we're unfortunately out of time, so we want to thank you for coming on the show. And uh, best of luck against the Rams tomorrow. I know the Vikings are fighting for that playoff spot, so you, you'll need all the rest you can get. Yeah, well, it'll be a combination of factors to go into that. Uh, but uh, anyway, Skull Vikings, God bless, Kirk Cousins. Oh, and actually, Jake just came back. Kirk just left. Oh, did I miss him again? You, yeah, you did. Dang it. What did you eat, dude? You were gone for like 20 minutes. I don't know. I went to went to a quick trip and just ate a bunch of chicken sandwiches uh, or something. I don't okay. know. Well, Maybe that contributed to it. Yeah, well, it's Christmas Day, folks, so uh, we're going to get out of the studio now and go enjoy our families and opening presents and drinking a lot of alcohol to the Colts game because it's going to stress me out. But thank you guys for listening to another episode of It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes. Just a quick reminder, we're having a wild pregame Winter Classic Party at the Basement Bar in North Loop, Minneapolis, starting at 1 p.m. next Saturday, January 1st. We're going to have our own show from 1 to 2 p.m., doing kind of a fun pregame bit, and then there'll be a DJ from 2 to 5, and then the game will probably be on there, but obviously if you're going to the game, you'll go to the game. So just a reminder, that's January 1st for the Winter Classic from 1 to 5 p.m., a pregame party with us, the Minnesotan, Great Duck Vodka for the Winter Classic. If you want to look up anything we do here at 10,000 Takes, you can go to our website, 10ktakesmn.com. You can read all of our blogs that are on there. I think there's still a few shirts left if, if you're into buying merch. If you're into buying a late gift, just freaking go for it. You know, better, better late than never if you want to buy your, your favorite 10K fan a shirt. Uh, you can also look us up on social media, 10K Takes on everywhere, including Twitter now, thanks to Celine Dion uh, releasing her cold hands from our uh, around our Twitter account. There's just so much to be thankful for this time of year. Yeah, and glad that Celine Dion finally woke up and realized that we're just a, we're a positive account. I'm we're not just like a her. kid, and, and life, life is a nightmare. nightmare. Is, that the song? Song. is that the song of the week? That might be the song of the week, or it's... Uh, uh, there she goes. Oh, yes. There, there she goes, goes again. again. Na, 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 and no one knows the lyrics no, after that. That's just the only part. Those that's are the only the relevant lyrics. The hook. Let's that's all honest. you need to know yes. is there she goes. Right. 
All right, folks. Well, that was another episode of It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes and the Fan. Also, if you want to listen to the podcast edition of the show, you can search It's a Bit on all your podcast streaming platforms as well as our other shows. We got 10K MMA, Third and Forever. It's just a nickname, Wild Takes, the Minnesota Rundown. The list goes on and on. And then you can listen to this show every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. on 96.7 or kfanplus.iheart.com. So once again, this was another episode of It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes and the Fan. We wish everyone a happy and safe holiday season, and we'll see you next week. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Christmas.